Welcome everybody to episode eight of the Making Disciples podcast. Thank you all for being here and I'm so glad that I'm here today. Um, If you guys are new, thank you for joining us. And if you just clicked on this podcast and you saw that it was called Making Disciples and you saw that the title of the episode is The Importance of Our Thoughts and you don't exactly know what this podcast is about, let me go ahead and give you guys a you know quick roundup of what the podcast is about. And as you can see on my light behind me, at the bottom of Making Disciples, it says Matthew 28, 16 through 20. And in that part of scripture, it's labeled the Great Commission. And Jesus gives us a command that we need to go everywhere in the world to minister and to plant seeds so that we can make followers of Jesus Christ. And that's all we're here to do. I'm here, you're here, and we're here to further our knowledge of Jesus Christ so that we can grow in our understanding of who God is together and then go into the world and minister and declare the gospel to everybody that is willing to hear. So thank you guys for joining me today. Today we're going to be diving into 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 5 through 7 and like I said we're going to be talking about the importance of our thoughts and how we can control them and I'll actually go ahead and dive right in. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. Look at what is before your eyes. If anyone is confident that he is in he is Christ's, let him remind himself that just as he is Christ's, so also are we. So today I really want to touch up on verse 5. And of course, it's no doubt that the enemy uses our mind to tempt and to attack us. And it's our responsibility to choose to stay clear of that dark and destructive path. We are responsible for what we cherish and focus on in our minds. We have the choice to either set our mind on Christ and things not of this world but on heavenly things, or we have the choice to inspect the evil thoughts that the enemy sends our way. Before I go on to some you know, strategies on how we can bring into captivity every thought into the obedience of Christ, I want to talk about the importance and the blessedness of doing so. Once our minds are renewed and set captive to the obedience of Christ, we will be safe from evil and the fear of evil. Once our minds are no longer set on fleshly desires and things of this world, we are then unfermented by earthly passions. We are unharassed by worldly cares, and we are unsubdued by Satan's temptations. That and they shall, you know, pass on their way and not affect us. To be clear, we are still physically in the flesh, and for the time being, we cannot escape our flesh. Meaning, we must beat our bodies into submission daily to align our will with God's and to just be submissive and obey. Once we get to heaven, we will of course have new bodies and sin will be no longer because we are in heaven. But for the time being, as long as we're in the flesh, we are subject to the sins of this world. We are subject to temptations. We are subject to the attacks of the evil one. It is our job to set our minds on God and heavenly things so that we do not fall victim to the evil one. Again, we're called to take up our cross daily, and if you are you know, one of my followers of this podcast, you know I've mentioned it in almost every single one of my episodes, and it's that the Christian walk is not an easy path. You know, It requires daily sacrifice and daily surrender and submission to God's will so that He is Lord over our life. So I think it's important to note what we are tempted by, and we of course know the who, and that is by nobody else other than Satan. Now, what does he use to tempt us? And it's not usually just this random sin that you have no desire for. 
Instead, he uses exactly what your flesh craves. If your main sinful desire is lust, then you're going to be tempted with lust. If your main sinful desire is to steal something that you've been craving, then more than likely that object is going to be placed in your life and you're going to have the choice to either steal it or walk away. In these times of temptations and trials, you have the choice, like I said, to submit, obey, and walk away, or you can give in to that temptation and commit the sin and maybe, maybe have 30 seconds of a spurt of excitement and then 30 seconds later you feel this conviction and then you do nothing but regret your decision. So once you realize what you're tempted by, then you can start to understand how not to be tempted by it. Like I said, Satan doesn't just use this random sin that you have no desire for or some sin that you've never had a past with. Instead, he hits us right where it hurts, right where we have fallen victim before. Now, I'm not saying Satan can't use something that you've never done before. Of course, if you've never done drugs before, you're going to have, you know, you might come into a stage of your life where you're going to have the choice to either go down that path or to not. And that's, of course, different. But once you say no to that and once you barricade that sin, he's not. it doesn't usually come back because you've already made such an impact in your own life by saying no to that sin. But where there is sin in our life that we have fallen victim to before, he usually uses that as an easy target because we've already failed to it before. So what does it take to no longer be affected by the temptation of a sin that you've had passed with or even a sin that you haven't had passed with? It takes you us truly not being interested in that specific sin, to not have a desire for that sin anymore, for you to have no desire to lust, no desire to steal, no desire to lie when you get into a bind, no desire for drugs, so forth and so on. Now, how do we kill that sin so that we don't have a desire for it? And it takes repetitive alignment daily of our will with God's daily submission. So now I can make the main point that I wanted to make from the very beginning. And it's the question, what is the secret to controlling your thoughts? And I have five here, and I'll go ahead and dive right in. Number one, and we all know this one. I touch up on it probably every single episode. And it's the full surrender of our will to Christ so that he can rule over all of our choices and our preferences even the choices of our thoughts. Once we surrender and no longer search for that sin that once bound us to this world, we then want exactly what God wants. Guys, like truly, how amazing is that to know that what God wants is what we want? God has this perfect will that he has in place for our life. And when you want what God wants, you have nothing but fulfillment in your life. You're no longer chasing this, you know, high that lasts maybe depending on how long you're in that sin that may last a couple of years. But instead, you have this fulfillment in knowing that you're going to have eternity with God and that he has this perfect plan for you in this world and God will not let you fail. It's truly amazing to know that we are no longer slaves to sin, but we're slaves to righteousness. Now, number two is the cherished consciousness of Christ's living presence with us. This allows us to realize that we're not alone in this battle. You know, Christ will deliver you from evil and will give you all the resources needed to grow in your faith and put to death the sins that once bound you to this world. Number three is devout meditation on the worth 
of your soul. Now that's number one, the worth of your soul. Um, if you haven't listened to the episode labeled the worth of your soul, I do suggest you listen to it. It just pretty much go- goes into, you know, perspective of how you can live in the spirit and li- instead of living, you know, in your flesh and living in this world, but living for the kingdom. I do suggest you listen to that. But back to my point, devout meditation on the worth of your soul its capabilities, and its eternal duration. Devout meditation on the unutterable misery of being separated from the Lord's presence in eternity if you don't become saved. Make sure to meditate on the holiness of God and the disgust of sin. Then, most of all, look up to the cross and meditate on the love of Christ as exhibited in his atoning death. Make sure to put away all associations and suggestions of evil. Number four is the freeness of access to God in prayer Um, for strength whenever temptation seems to be weighing down on you. Be much in prayer for grace to give you such a lively impression to set and keep before you such a vivid perception of the love and power of Christ that your soul may be guided into obedience and love, that you may walk to glorify his name, that your life may be a living representation of your walk with Christ, that when people, when they look at you, they're, they're like, something's different about him. Are you a Christian? And then you get to, then that is the opening door of being able to minister and be the disciple. You know, your walk with God should be confessed through actions and through words. Number five is to be diligent in good works. As long as your entire life is a striving effort to glorify God and live for the kingdom of heaven instead of this world, then naturally your spirit will be drawn to go serve, drawn to minister, drawn to pray, drawn to worship. If every aspect of your life is lived for the kingdom and for God's glory, then you will be no longer bound to this world. Now, one last point I want to make before I close this episode out is to know your triggers, know the things that lead you or that lead Satan to tempt you. What are some objects or even some people in your life that once you're around or once you're with that tend to lead you to sin? If it's a cell phone, get a parent or a loved one to you know block certain apps or websites that might lead you to whatever sin you might be struggling with so that they can set perimeters so that you can be safe from those temptations. Because truly, the devil doesn't play fair. I mean, you could be completely innocent in doing whatever and something random, and I'm, I'm talking about anything, any sin, something random could guide you to something and you were completely innocent, but now it's in your mind and now you just have to pray and that God deliver you from this temptation. The internet and social media in this day and age, they attack, you know, us. They attack even children because they're putting false information into our minds and we are letting it affect our daily living. If you're, if it's social media that's guiding you to sin, get off that platform, whatever it is, even if it's YouTube, get off that platform so that you can spend that time with God. Once you know your triggers and cut them off, then you can start to draw closer to Christ. You will then be firmer in your battle against temptation and be able to control your thoughts of your mind by not allowing the devil to use these things in this world to tempt you. Instead, Christ will guide your thoughts. Once you get rid of these triggers, Like say, you know, you have a natural habit of spending 30 minutes of scrolling through TikTok or scrolling through YouTube, whatever it may be, you have those 30 minutes, but then you're like, then you notice that that might be a temptation in your life. That might be something that temptations come through and you cut it off. 
then you use that 30 minutes to read the Bible or use that 30 minutes to pray or worship or whatever it may be to go minister to a friend. Or once you realize that there might be a friend that guides you to sin and you cut them off and you spend that time, those two, three hours, however long you're out, and you use that time to pray, worship, read your Bible, you then grow your understanding of who God is and you grow in your relationship so that it's not just me living my life and praying a prayer, you know, morning over my food and nighttime. Instead, it's a bond and you grow and you know who Jesus Christ is. You know who the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are so then you can go to the ends of the world ministering. Let Christ guide your thoughts. Don't let the things of this world, don't let the devil be able to attack you. Like I said in the past episodes, as Christians, we are the devil's meat. I mean, if you're not a Christian, if you're an atheist, say you're already living in sin, what's the point of the devil trying to attack you if you're no threat? Our point as Christians, we're supposed to live for God and the devil wants to defeat that purpose. So be able to stay strong and give full surrender your thoughts to Christ so that everything that you do, everything that you think, every aspect of your life is meant to glorify him. Thank you guys for joining me in today's episode. I'm so glad each and every one of you guys are here. Um, if if there's a specific sin that some of you guys might be struggling with or even some prayer requests, things that you might be going through, if you're on Spotify, let me know at the bottom of this episode. I'll be asking for prayer requests. Let me know. Um, I'd be happy to pray for you guys and maybe even do an episode on something that you guys might want me to. Let me know on the prayer request. If there's an episode, if you want me to pray for you guys, if there's a certain sin that you might be struggling with and if you are afraid of posting something because you're afraid it might go public, don't worry. Once you respond to that prompt, it actually doesn't go public unless I post it. And if there's a sin you're struggling with or even prayer requests, I won't publicize those because I know that that might be just between you and God. And all I'm here to do is to possibly give some encouragement and pray for you guys. But if there is episode ideas, I will be posting those. I love some episode ideas so that I can kind of touch up on some stuff that my viewers might be going through. And I can really speak a little more clearly to you guys so that it kind of impacts your life a little better. If you're on YouTube and you have some of these ideas, it is public. So be aware of that. I will be removing anything that is not uplifting and not pointing towards God. So be aware of that. But I can't wait to see you guys in the next episode. God bless.